Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 239 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials found in September the 5th to September the 11th, um, studying the book of Isaiah chapters 1 to 12. And today we're going to start off in chapter 2 this time. Um, and talk about how Isaiah prophesied of the last days. And again, um, there are some verses here which we can see some partial fulfillments of in the last days, uh, but these are definitely not the only fulfillments of these prophecies, and they may not be the only ones that are yet to come. For example, in verse 2 of chapter 2, we read, And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations all nations sh- shall flow unto it. Now, we have here um, a clear fulfilment of this prophecy um, in the last days in the Salt Lake Temple. Uh, in fact, President uh, sorry um, Elder Robert D. Hales referred to this in a talk just after the two thousand and two Winter Olympic Games held in Salt Lake City. He spoke about how. Um, all nations gathering to Salt Lake City was a partial fulfillment. And he used the word a a partial fulfillment of this prophecy. But this is not the only um, way that this prophecy has been fulfilled. The temple of Zerubbabel that was rebuilt in Jerusalem uh, could be seen as another fulfillment of this prophecy because um, Jerusalem was built in a high place, nations flowed to the temple, uh, at least nations in their worldview at that time flowed to that temple. Uh, so that could be another fulfilment. And there may well be yet other uh, fulfilments of this prophecy. But one example is um, a latter-day temple, one that has been built today. Um, and this is where, again, <clears throat> the chapter headings, whilst useful, um, do kind of sometimes pigeonhole our thinking into one particular fulfillment whilst the prophecies of of Isaiah can be um can have multiple meanings and uh, fulfillments so that's important to remember one thing I like to do is share this quote Uh, this is by um, W. Grant Bangbitter I'm going to share it in two sections and I'll I'll explain why in a moment Uh, so he says uh, about temples in the last days quote we are passing through a remarkable period in connection with, with the temples. Um, nothing of like nature has been take, has taken place in the entire history of the church. Um, the state conferences now being conducted throughout the church are to teach the Latter-day Saints more about our mission to serve in the house of the Lord. Close quote. Now, I've missed out the bit in the middle which talks about the numbers of temples. When you read that, you would presume, oh, well, we're probably talking about uh, recently, probably since President Gordon B. Hinckley, as there was a huge increase in the number of temples announced from that point, and that continued with President Thomas S. Monson, and now it seems to have increased even further with uh, President Russell M. Nelson. Uh, we now have, I don't even know what the number is, it, it's 160, 170-odd temples that are working and running, uh, and well over 200, I think, um, in the mid two, around 250-ish that have been announced now. Um, or maybe even more than that. I think it may be getting close to 300 now. So 
we have a huge number of temples announced or under construction or dedicated. Um, this quote was given in 1982. Let's, uh, let's just hear the numbers that are being shared here. Quote, four more new temples were announced last week. The past two years have seen the number of temples, including those in operation and those in planning or under construction, increase from 21 to 41. Three of these have been dedicated and have commenced their operation in the same period. Close quote. Now, whilst the, um, the increase from 21 to 41 is indeed incredible, it's almost double, uh, which has taken place, it had, which had taken place between 1980 and 1982, it does show you just how sudden and incredible the, the number of temples has been, certainly in the last couple of decades or so. Um, it is a huge um, monument uh, to the Lord's gospel spreading forth across the earth and the focus on him that is moving forward. Uh, and indeed, in verse 3 of Isaiah chapter 2, it's prophesied, amongst other interpretations of this prophecy, that there would be a more a bigger focus of the, on the temple. It says, And many people shall go and say, Come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. I like here in verse 3 how it says that he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. There's two very distinct reasons for going to the temple. One is for education, for learning, for understanding more about the gospel of Christ, teaching him teaching us his ways. And then the second reason we go is to walk in his paths. That is to make covenants, and to make promises that we will that we will follow him, that we will walk and act in a certain way that he asks us to, in certain ways that he asks us to. Uh, so that is um, a really important aspect of Isaiah's prophecies here, is that of the temple. Later on in chapter 2, we have prophecies of what will happen in at the, uh, the second coming and the millennium. Um, the words that which will which tell us about how the proud shall be brought down. Uh, it says in verse 11, The lofty looks of man shall be humbled, and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. For that, for the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon every one that is proud and lofty, and upon every one that is lifted up, and he shall be brought low, and upon the, all the cedars of Lebanon that are high and lifted up, and upon all the oaks of Bashan, and upon all the high mountains, and upon all the hills that are lifted up. Um, so here we see... Um, again, links and explanations which link to nature and mountains and very tall trees, which will be which are used to indicate how lofty some men are. And these will be brought down. Um, so that is um, a reminder about how we need to be prepared and humble ourselves before the Saviour's second coming. But in the teachings of Isaiah, it isn't just telling us things that will happen. Uh, it, it tells us things that Zion will need to do and become. In verses 5 to 6 of Isaiah chapter 4 it reads, And the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion, and upon her assemblies a cloud of a cloud and smoke by day, and a shining of a flaming fire by night. For upon all the glory shall be a defence, and there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat, and a place for refuge, uh, and a covert from storm from rain. Um, so it's saying here that we as people of Zion need to become a refuge for people, whether that is spiritually, but it can also be physically. Elder Patrick Kieran spoke about this, how we physically need to be 
a defense and refuge uh, in his talk about refugees, um, which is a, you know, a very well-remembered talk, I think. He shared, quote, The Lord has instructed us that the stakes of Zion are to be a defense and a refuge from the storm. We have found our refuge. Let us come out from our safe places and share with them from our abundance, hope for a brighter future, faith in God and in fellow men, and love that sees beyond cultural and ideological differences to the glorious truth that we are all children of our Heavenly Father. Close quote. So we are invited and instructed to support and strengthen those uh, who have not found the refuge that we have found. Not that we have easy lives and lives which will not have any blemishes or difficulties in it, but we have lives which are given hope and assurance from a faith in Christ. Um, and we have the church which are, does offer some temporal uh, support and, and safety as well. Uh, and so as we pr continue to provide what we can to help those in need, let's bring others who need that help uh, to the Saviour to, to drink deeply uh, of his living waters. Uh, we are going to stop there. I uh, didn't quite get through as much as I wanted to, but some very interesting and important discussions I think we've had there. Uh, please do join us uh, for the remaining two days where we'll try and uh, cover quite a bit uh, that is left uh, and just see where we get to. Uh, thank you very much for joining us for your study. Please share what you've studied on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And until we meet again. <laughs>